Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 118 of the Creator Smarts podcast. Now in this podcast, I'm going to tell you why I spend about 7,500 euros on a two-day mastermind event a few years ago. And I'm also going to share with you the most important lesson that I learned from it. Okay, so here's my story. It was back in the summer of 2019, uh, two years ago. So I had been running my online language business for a while. It's called uh, Language Boost. At the time, we had about 30,000 subscribers. Um, was doing pretty well. We had lots of language courses. We had about um, we had courses for about 20, 21 uh, languages, beginner courses. Uh, we had that YouTube channel, we had good conversion, we had good sales pages, good sales copy, um, you know, the email sequences, the sales funnels, you mentioned it, we had everything and we were doing quite well, but I had people around me, you know, I knew people, people like Oli who were doing much better, I think at the time Oli had built, I think he was almost doing a million dollars in annual revenue and I was far below that right and I saw all the people who were crushing it and we were really missing the momentum there Um, now I had asked everybody in my surroundings you know for input and for tips and you know just something was missing Um, I got all kinds of advice and I was like okay you know these things can probably work but this is not gonna really accelerate the growth and and change everything right so i wanted a new perspective on things and i had been following uh, a guy called stephen james from project life mastery for quite a while i really liked his videos and uh, in one of his videos he was announcing that very soon he was uh, he was running a mastermind event and um, you know i've always liked mastermind events i had organized mastermind events myself um before that time so i th- i was like okay why not go there and i meet stefan and his wife and the other participants and let's see if i can get any new perspective on things i basically wanted input from other people who were doing at least a few million in in uh, annual revenue right um the millionaire advice that's what i was looking for so i signed up for that event it was not cheap it was five thousand dollars um a lot of money um but you know i was like okay if i can make you know if i can double my revenue based on the things that i'm going to learn i'm i'm very easily going to make the money back all right um and i'm also going to save a lot of time because if i need to figure out all these things by myself uh, it's going to cost me much more than $5000 so i paid the $5000 now the thing is that the event was taking place in LA in uh, in the US and um I'm living in Belgium here, so I had to book flights. Now, this was the middle of the summer, so the flights were expensive. I paid around $1,000 for both ways, so that's about $1,200, I guess. And then on top of that, the event was taking place um, at Venice Beach. I'm not sure if you know LA, but it's a very expensive area. Um, so, yeah, I ended up paying almost $200 per night for Airbnb. And I didn't even have my private apartment, right? This was just a room. Cheaper option was to stay in a hostel for like $70 per night. But, yeah, I, I wanted, I don't want to do that. So, I spent around, yeah, I think between seven dollars and $8,000 um, on the flights, the event itself. Um, what else do we have? Food, of course accommodation food by the way is also not very cheap there and it went for four days the event itself was um was going to last for two days it was a you know saturday and a sunday so my expectations were um 
you know, I hoped that I would go there and then find, you know, the, the magic trick. Um, get some millionaire as far as apply that myself and then make a million myself, right? Um, I also hoped, or I was thinking that, you know, if the event is that expensive, there were only like 10 spots or something, $5,000 each. So I was like, okay, people who are going to pay $5,000 for this event, they must be successful with their businesses to some degree, right? Who else is going to spend $5,000 for a two-day event? So I went there for the networking and I also wanted some millionaire advice. Um, so I went there, um, flew to LA, and then I think I had one day for myself to, to rest, um, you know, because of the, um, the journey and, of course, the time difference. And then, yeah, so I think I arrived on Friday morning. And then on Saturday, I showed up at the venue. Um, Stefan was there. His wife was there. I got to know the other participants. And um, now the first thing that stood out to me is that I actually was the only person in the room, except for Stefan and his wife, of course, uh, who had who had an existing business. So all the other participants were like, we had like a lawyer who you know was a bit older, made a lot of money, and he wanted to switch careers, I guess. Um, and then there was somebody else who had like a, a very uh, successful agency. He built websites and everything. He was doing very well, and he also wanted to try something new. And then we had like people who served in the army for a few years, make quite a bit of money. They wanted to sell, you know, to learn to sell stuff on Amazon. So all these people had saved a bit of money, willing to spend it on an event like this, but they didn't really know anything about online business, right? So that was one thing. I went there for the networking. That was one of the reasons. Um, but yeah, I unfortunately, I mean, all very nice people, but business-wise, these were not the people who were going to bring me to take me to the next level, right? And then um, uh, the event itself was very well organized. There was food. Uh, Stefan is always very inspirational. Um, we did some exercises there. And it was all all very well organized. And he and his wife, they definitely know their thing, gave everybody really good input. Then on the second day, I had my so-called hot seat session. So, and basically, if you don't know what a mastermind event is or how it works, here's basically how it works, right? So you get... Th all the participants get about 30 minutes or a certain amount of time to present a problem or a challenge that they are facing in their business. And then the other people in the room are going to give their input. And then the idea is that the combination of you know, the, the 10 brains that are in the room create this, this mastermind, this like super brain that's much smarter than all the brains individually in the room. So, um, and it really works. You know, I, re I already knew that it that, that these mastermind events can be very powerful because, because I had organized these events, um, organized myself uh, before. So on the second day, it was my session, my hot seat session. I presented and the problem. Um, so it was basically saying, you know, conversion is good. We have all the courses. The problem is traffic. We're trying to double down on YouTube. wasn't really working. Um, so I was trying paid ads and I wanted to input on, on that, on how we could increase the conversion, get better ads, or maybe um, maybe add an upsell, right? So got some advice from that. I mean, it was, I guess it was okay advice. So they basically recommended me to add an upsell. So, to, so you sell a course for one or $200, and then you sell something expensive later, right? The thing is that it's difficult 
in the language learning industry to sell language courses for thousand dollars even more uh, ironically last week we had Liz on the podcast from talk the streets right she's actually doing this she's selling language courses for a thousand bucks so it's definitely possible it's very difficult i think to do that um they were also suggesting me to uh, to run retargeting ads and all those kind of things quite basic um so yeah that was the, uh, the two-day event they also suggested us to to keep in touch after the event right so they had created this facebook group where we, where we would meet every now and then and then um basically help each other um with well with the problems with the problems and the challenges that we were facing help each other out when needed right now the thing is that you know i had the feeling that if i was going to do that i was actually the one who was going to end up giving a lot of input and good advice and not getting anything in return right because they didn't know like the other participants didn't know anything about online business that didn't have any experience so i thought that that was not going to be the right option for me um so the next day so this is the monday after the event this was was my birthday actually it's 22nd of july i spent my time i spent the day walking around in the hollywood hills you know climbing all the way up to that observation that where you have that nice view over la it was super hot um and um, yeah it was my birthday nobody knew <laughs> nobody knew it was my birthday i was um yeah it, w- it was just me <laughs> by myself all day long but okay i knew that in advance right and it was kind of reflecting of you know whether this event was going to be worthwhile or not it was hard for me to tell at that moment so one day later i flew back home I had a connection in zurich so first took that long flight from LA to Zurich. When I arrived in, in Zurich, Switzerland, um, I had about two hours to to go to to the to the gate for my to catch my flight to Amsterdam. So I looked on the screen and I saw that my flight was uh, was was on time. So I went to the gate and then by the time I wanted to enter the airplane and they checked my ticket, they said, uh, sorry sir, this is not your flight. I said, well, but this is the flight to Amsterdam, right? Um, yes, this is a flight to Amsterdam, but there was another flight to Amsterdam at 5 p.m. So there were two flights to Amsterdam at the, you know, from the same airport at the same time. Um, I ran to the other gate. I was too late. I missed my flight. And then there was about there was a small group of people. It was like fifteen people who also missed their flight because they were confused, right? So we started a big debate with the people on the with the with the ground staff there. We said, yeah, but you know, it was indicated that it would be um, that we would leave from whatever the the gate number was, and um, we were there. We were there on time, and then they said, no, 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 there were two flights. We were very confused. Had a long discussion with the people there for hours. It was super busy. I remember, and then. Um, and then finally, they offered us, um, yeah, they offered us a flight for the next day, right? But you know, I was going to give a birthday party. I had basically invited all my my old friends in my hometown to uh, come and celebrate my birthday. I was like, I want to be there, right? I'm not going to wait 24 hours, and I I already hadn't slept for like uh, I don't know for like 24 hours, 30 hours in a bed, right? Was a, it's a long flight from LA to, to Zurich, so it, this was the end of the afternoon. 
I think we were about to to fly. Uh, you know, the flight was about to take off. It's was supposed to take off at like four p.m. Um, we spent hours discussing. Um, you know, d- debating with the ground staff. Uh, they offered us a new flight, but it was for the next day. So then, eventually, I was like, "Shit!" You know, I need to go home right now. And then I found this bus, this uh, flex bus, flex bus. I think they're called right. So I took the bus. Uh, left only at like 8 p.m. from Zurich to Brussels. And then um, like a 12-hour bus ride. The thing is that the bus stopped like every hour or every two hours. Uh, I will never do that again, by the way. So I arrived in Brussels the next day at 8 a.m., took a little nap and then drove, you know, took my car and drove to my hometown. So I was back on time, but I hadn't slept in a bed for like 40 hours. And celebrate my birthday there saw my friends you know and then a few days after that i was like shit this was a hell of a trip definitely the worst trip ever also the most expensive trip ever you know is this is this gonna pay is this event gonna you know pay me back sometime is this gonna be worthwhile um i didn't get the magical advice that i was looking for i didn't meet the people that I was looking for. It was not really great for my networking. Um, so I didn't know. I didn't know the answer. But, you know, now, two years later, um, you know, looking back at the event and, you know, that journey and the terrible travel experience, I think it actually did pay back, surprisingly. And the reason is that because of spending time with Stefan and his wife and seeing how they do things and that they're just normal people, you know, it's I think it's that that gave me the confidence to actually start Creator Smarts. Um, you know, it's with all these things, and we, you know, we talk, we, we, we mentioned this on the podcast, and some of the guests they mentioned the same thing. Like, it's only when you see that it's possible once you're actually going to get the confidence. You know, so I was there, I was like, you know, Stefan and his wife are making millions per year. Uh, you know, Oli was doing very well at the time as well. And, you know, there were all the people that I had heard of and I'm like, shit, these guys are doing really big things, but we have to take bold actions here, right? We cannot do average stuff. We cannot grow 20% per year. I mean, you can do that and actually 20% is great for most companies. But I wanted something more, like the, the Language Boost project was not going fast enough for me. So I was like, okay, if I want to do if I want to, to 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 create something big, I need to I need to look at what the market wants and then create something, you know, to look at what the market wants, what the trends are, something that only I can do and just do that, you know, take that bold move. You know, and that's when I started thinking I was thinking like there's there's many people like me, you know, struggling with an online language business. Um, you know, they have a YouTube channel, they want to increase their conversion rate, they want to build courses. People want to learn about this stuff. But there are not many people actually know what they're doing. So that's where I got the idea from, you know, where I got the idea of um, of, of starting uh, Creator Smart. That's what gave me the confidence. So, you know, at the end, was this event worth $7,500? I think it definitely was, but not necessarily because of, you know, the content of the event or the people that I got to know. It was more because of that. That, that confidence that I somehow gained. Now, sh- you mentioned so much money on the Mastermind event. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you in a few minutes. First of all, so the key lesson here is to surround yourself with people who have done what you want to do. This is so important. This is what gonna give you the confidence. Confidence. Sorry. If you don't have the confidence, you're not gonna do the hard work. You're not gonna. You know, it's gonna be hard to keep yourself motivated. You're not gonna put out your work there. You're not gonna be consistent. So you need to have that confidence in the first place. We always say that growing a business, if you want to grow a business, you need to try lots of different things. And then you double down on what works, right? You can only do lots of, you know, you can only do all the things if you have actually have the confidence that you can do it, right? So this confidence is massive. And I think it's worth a lot, okay? Also, um, you know, I, I think that a true entrepreneur is somebody who, and this is actually something that I discussed with Oli last week, uh, something that he learned from his mentor. And, um, you know, his mentor told him that a true entre- entrepreneur is somebody who observes problems in, in the market, right? And who then finds a solution by talking to all the experts. And this is very similar to what we are doing with uh, with Creator Smart, right? So, we, we, we're discovering a problem in the market. We see that there is lots of creators out there uh, that are growing super fast. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, their channels and their following is growing much faster than their business skills, right? So, you know, they're making lots of money off AdSense, for example, but YouTube can ban the channel. AdSense can be very unreliable, can be, you know, good one month, can be down the next month. Um, there's a lot. They know that they have lots of opportunities to sell online courses, um, but you know how. Wh- what's the best way to launch your product? How should you? How can you increase your conversion rate by rating by writing good sales copy, copy and positioning your products well? You know, there's so many questions that come up with all these things. These guys, the creators, you guys have lots of opportunities, but there are lots of things to learn, right? Maybe you need to build a team. How? Where do you find all those people? There's so many questions. So. That's a problem, it's actually a good problem to have, but you know, that's a problem in the marketplace that I discovered by just you know, organizing these mastermind events myself and just talking to, to friends who, would do, who were doing similar things. I noticed that there were much more people, many more people who were trying to build an online business, but they didn't really know how to do it, especially not how to do it in the niche that I was in, or I'm still in, I guess, in the uh, in, in language education. So I discovered a problem, and then I wanted to find a solution. Well, how do you find a solution? We need to talk to the best people in this world, in the world, in this specific niche, right? So I talked to Oli, I talked to, to Stefan, that's why I paid so much for the Mastermind event, and then I started the podcast so that I could talk to everybody else in the niche and figure out what's going on, what's working and what's not working, right? That was my research. And I'm still doing that every every week, right? Still doing these interviews. Um, because, well, that's how you learn what the solutions are, what a possible solution could be. But that's also what's going to give you the confidence to actually go out there and pitch the solution, right? Or offer the solution to the marketplace. Um so the key lesson, surround yourself with the people who've done what you've done before. Talk to everybody, you know, and you can do that by going to mastermind events, interviewing people on your podcast, 
going to local events, it doesn't really matter. The key is that you surround yourself with people who've done it before, who know the things that you don't know and that you know that you need to know in order to solve a problem and offer a product, right? So now you might be thinking, okay, um, you know, sh should I spend so much money on a, on a mastermind event? Well, um, so we organize these events as well, right? We organize the first mastermind event in there. I should call it a retreat because it's not just a two-day event in a hotel. It's um, it's it's a retreat. So it's from Sunday to Friday. And then, so what we do is we rent a villa with a swimming pool and a jacuzzi and a private chair and all those things. And then we do have, um, Sunday evening, we have like a barbecue. And then on Monday, we have like these hot seat sessions I told you about all day long. And then... Um, on the other days, we have some additional uh, activities with the group, some group activities. Um, but we also, you know, we have dinner together in the evening, and it's really a chance to do network and to build relationship with with other with other creators, right? So, um, well, I would suggest if you sign up, I guess the mistake that I made is I signed up for that, you know, for that expensive mastermind event. But there was no niche, right? So some people wanted to learn to sell on Amazon. Um, others wanted to, uh, to to publish books on on, on Kindle on, on Amazon, and then there were a few people who also wanted. We actually didn't know what they wanted to do, so it was not very specific. So what we do, I mean, you know, actually going to that event, or I also learned, uh, you know, to make our masterminds event better when I uh, participated in that. In that mastermind in LA, because I saw that you know I was there. I was like, hey, our events are actually much better. And why? Well, we 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 serve a niche, right? Um, so the people who come to our events are doing they're all doing something similar. They all have an online following and are all in education, and it's much better for for you as a participant because you're going to meet people who are similar to you. You're going to feel more comfortable. And of course, you have more specific knowledge to share, uh, and to and also to gain from the other participants as well, right? Um, the events that we organize are also much longer, so it's not a two days event; it's a five day event. Uh, it's more intimate, more intimate. You're in the same villa, and uh, yeah, you have a chance to build real relationship and have in depth discussions, right? Um, the events that we organize also come with food, uh, accommodation, everything is included, pick up from the airport. And on top of that, it's also much cheaper. All right. Um, yeah, we, we only charge a fraction of, of, of $7,000. Um, yeah, I, I guess that was it. So, I mean, the, the topic was why I spent so much money on a mastermind event and most important lessons that I learned from it, right? Well, why did I spend so much money? Because there was a big pain point and I wanted to learn from the best or from people in the world who are the best at, at this particular thing, right? Um, that's part of the uh, entrepreneurial strategy that I told you about. Observe a problem, find a solution by talking to the best people in the world in that niche and then offer that solution, right? So that's why I spent so much money. And what I learned from it is that confidence is everything. Because if you're confident, you're going to be motivated, you're going to dare to put yourself out there, you're going to put in the work. Um, yeah, that's, that's, 
you know, and also people can see and hear and feel confidence. If you're trying to sell something, it doesn't really matter if this is, you know, business to business to business or to uh, consumers, um, to, to your following. If they see that you're confident, that's uh, that's very sexy and they're gonna it's very attractive, um, and everything gets much easier. So, do you need to spend so much money on a mastermind retreat? No, you can spend much less by attending one of our events, and um, it's just an option. I mean, you can also do other things. Um, yeah, look for local events in the city or the country where you live. Um, maybe there's other influencers, creators, or podcasters out there that organize these retreats. Just surround yourself with people who've done it. That was it for today. So if you're interested in joining our mastermind event, I'm actually not here to sell anything because we sold out our event, um, our October event a long time ago. But if this sounds like something for you in the future, then make sure to check it out. Just go to creatorsmarts.com and then there is like a tab in the main menu. It's called mastermind retreats. Just click on it. You see that the event is sell out, sold out, sorry, has been sold out. Yeah, not easy to do a podcast in your second language. Um, and then click on that button and then we will add you to our waiting list and then we will let you know next time when that tickets go on sale. Okay, thank you so much for listening. That was it for today. Ciao.